Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everyone, and welcome into Wake and Take. It's your boy, Jason, and we have some football to talk about today. It's Thursday, which means we have some news to talk about as well as Thursday night football. So why don't we go ahead and sit back, relax, sip our coffee, and enjoy the show. There we go. Just like nothing happened. What are we even talking about? My mic was muted. We're good to go. We're talking. We're chilling. Good morning, everyone, and welcome in... um, Let's see. Let's start with this. First, the Titans. The Titans are playing the Texans this week in Houston, and they've decided a fun little tribute to that would be to wear the Houston Oilers throwback uniforms. I think that's awesome. I can't wait to see it, and I hope it works well. We've seen the Titans dominate the Texans the last few seasons, especially Derrick Henry. Who knows if the Houston Oilers will take anything away from that going forward. Next, we have some actual news. Of course, uniforms aren't news. I just think it's cool. Some actual news for this is that the NFL Rules Committee has discussed what they will be discussing this offseason, some rule changes that we might be seeing next football season. So first, the first thing that they will be talking about is the kickoff. NFL executive Troy Vincent came out and said that the kickoff is a dead ceremonial play which I hate I'm actually a huge special teams guy one of my favorite players growing up was Devin Hester Josh Cribbs I love myself some poor Daryl Patterson now loved the Tylen Wallace play this week I'm a huge kick punt return guy one of my favorite plays in football and so I hope they're not getting rid of it they said that they are addressing the kickoff working on some new ways to work into it uh, part of the issue here was the new fair catch rule where no matter what if you just fair catch it you'll get the touchback so they're going to figure out a new wrinkle with that Hopefully that'll lead to more kickoff returns as that's something that I feel like has kind of been missing this season, especially, but really over the last few years, you know, the special teams has been kind of forgotten about and moved away from, but I'd like to see what they end up doing with this and, uh, and hopefully they can save the kickoffs next, the tush push, the tush push will be discussed again. They discussed it this off season and decided not to get rid of it. This year, instead of just a kind of unfair rule change type of thing with the tush push, this time they're calling it a safety issue. This year, they're actually going to be reviewing the safety of this play, how safe it is for teams to run it, and then they'll go from there. Roger Goodell has come out and said he has no opinion on it. He's ready to go into this offseason with an open mind and see what both parties are going to argue about this, and they'll go from there. I'm not going to lie. The fact that I see this brought up as a safety concern leads me to believe that they will be moving away from the tush push in the 2024 season. But again, that's something they'll discuss and something we'll find out this offseason. They're also reviewing fumbling out of the back of the end zone, which I think is awesome. 
that rule is one of my least favorite in the league. If you fumble and it goes out of the back of the end zone, it becomes a touchback and the other team gets it. I would like to see just the team get the ball at the one or something like that, uh, as it generally would be. If you know, if you fumble out of bounds, you still keep the ball wherever it went out of bounds. And I understand that if it goes out of the back of the end zone, the rule there is, you know, a, a touchback. Uh, but I do like the fact that they're reviewing it and going to find out a way to take that away because I do think that that's kind of annoying that just because you like if you fumble out of bounds on the one, you're totally fine. But you add one extra yard to that and you lose the ball for no real reason. So I'm glad that they are reviewing that. And then lastly, of course, another safety thing that they are reviewing is the hip drop tackle. One of the things that's been leading to lots of injuries this season is, you know, wrapping someone up and then dropping to your hips and bringing them down with you. Uh, it's been a huge concern this season. Glad that they're looking into it and figuring out a way to get rid of it because, I mean, we hate injuries here in fantasy football. I'm wake and take everywhere. No one likes injuries. So I'm glad that they are looking into that. Some other news we have is Arthur Smith. It has been reported by both Sports Illustrated and ESPN that Arthur Smith is expected to keep his job going into 2024. Now, if the Falcons don't make the playoffs, I do still think that could change. But I believe that this report is coming with the idea that the Falcons have made the playoffs or, or will end up winning the NFC South. I do think if they go on a skid for the rest of the season that they will move away from Arthur Smith. Again, this is something we'll have to see. But at the very least, if they do keep let Arthur Smith keep his job, I do believe that'll be the hottest seat in the NFL next season where he could be fired by like week six if things don't go right. But I don't blame the Falcons. I mean, a lot of things are working on this team outside of quarterback play and just scoring points in general. Desmond Ritter finally came to life last week. I think if he can keep it up, that the Falcons should and will keep Arthur Smith. Uh, I know we hate him a lot in the fantasy football community, but generally I do think that he has an interesting system uh, and a scheme that works well for the personnel, as long as they get Kyle Pitts a bit more involved, which I think they will. Uh, so again, Arthur Smith looking like he will be keeping his job. The other news is Justin Jefferson. As we know, he left on Sunday's game with a chest injury and was actually sent to the hospital for some further testing. What has come out is that Justin Jefferson said that he will be playing Saturday. And the only reason he went to the hospital was to check for internal bleeding and broken ribs. It turned out there was no internal bleeding. There were no broken ribs. In fact, he just had a few just bruises um, around his chest, around his ribs, uh, and he's going to be good. So he said he's playing Saturday. Just good little claps. As, you know, we were very worried about Justin Jefferson. Glad to see he's okay and can help us in the fantasy football championships and playoffs going forward. Some other updates we have is Michael Wilson. Michael Wilson is expected to return this week for the Cardinals. He's been out the last few weeks with an injury, hasn't had any time really with Kyler Murray, and now he will have a chance. Kyler Murray was asked about Michael Wilson yesterday in an interview, and this is what Kyler Murray said. It's important for me to build a rapport with him because he's a great player. Fantastic words coming from quarterback Kyler Murray. He said he's excited about the potential for Michael Wilson in returning this week and wants to continue building a rapport with him. That is fantastic news for people who have been holding on to Michael Wilson, whether it be for their playoff push or just a dynasty stash. It seems like not only will Michael Wilson have a good role when he returns, but that Kyler Murray recognizes he's a good player and will use him going forward. So Michael Wilson, if he's still available or was dropped over the last few weeks, I would highly recommend picking him up and maybe even trying to trade for him in Dynasty as, again, as we've said, all season, all preseason, all offseason, 
Michael Wilson is the only prototypical wide receiver on the Cardinals, and he fits a very good role, and he will not lose it. And so Michael Wilson is someone that needs to be rostered and potentially started, not this week, but in a couple weeks, depending on how this goes. So someone you definitely need to pick up before it gets any better for him. And lastly, in terms of news, Greg Dulcich. Greg Dulcich has been designated to return off of injured reserve and should play this week. Now, he has done really nothing this season, so we don't necessarily know what the usage will be. Greg Dulcich has not eclipsed a 33% snap share all season. He only played in two games and barely even sniffed the field. And in those two games, he had three receptions for 25 yards. So there's really nothing to read into. We have no idea how much volume he's going to get, if any, especially this week. Uh, now, if he goes out, has five, six targets this week, he becomes a top priority ad next week. And of course, I'm going to go ahead and suggest to get ahead of the curve there. If Greg Dulcich was dropped or still available in your league, you might as well pick him up just to see what happens. So Greg Dulcich, he will be back. That is all the major news I have for you. We're halfway through. So you know what? I saw this. I saw this video. And if you're on Instagram, if you're on TikTok, I highly recommend hopping over to YouTube right now as I'm about to share my screen. This is a video of Cam Newton kind of discussing some quarterbacks going around right now. For some reason, Control-C and Control-V is not working. Let me just regularly copy and paste. Um, well, why? It looks like it might have been deleted. That's not right. I can't be right. I just saw it like less than an hour ago. Here we go. Cool. This is the video. Let me go ahead and start sharing my screen for you guys. Okay. Check this out. Ooh, that's a bad background. Hey, Lamar Jackson, obviously Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Brack Parody, like, but Brock, let's they're not winning because of him. He's not turning the ball over. He's managing the game. And if we were to put that in its own right as game managers, Brock Parody, Tua Tonga Valoa, Jared Goff, and really Dak Prescott. Mm. These are game managers. They're, they're not difference makers. And when you say game manager, I'm not asking you to go out and win the game. I'm just asking you not to lose. Not to lose the game. That's, listen, motherfucker, I don't give a damn what you do. You don't have to score every time. You just don't have to throw a pick every time either. If we're going to really call a spade a spade, a game manager is different than a game changer. All right. So as you see, some very strong words from Cam Newton about some quarterbacks hopping around right now, basically summing Tua Tungavaiola, Jared Goff, Dak Prescott, and Brock Purdy up as game managers and not game changers. I do think to a certain extent, that's fair. These guys aren't world beaters in their own right, but they're all playing really, really well. And Cam Newton, my friend, Cam Newton, my guy, you were not a game manager. You had one really, really good season and then basically completely fell off. So I really don't think he has the right to really diss players that are playing at an unbelievable level like Brock Purdy, like Tua Tunga Viola, like Dak Prescott, and to a certain extent, even Jared Goff. And I agree. I see a, a, a comment here on TikTok. Nah, Tua is a difference maker for sure. And I mean, we've seen some great throws from him. 
We've seen some great throws from Brock Purdy. We've seen Dak Prescott put the Cowboys on his back this season, along with CeeDee Lamb, of course. But I just think it's a little asinine that Dak Prescott would go so far there. And uh, I believe that Brock Purdy, Tua Tunga Viola, Jared Goff, Dak Prescott, all of those quarterbacks are better quarterbacks than Cam Newton could have ever dreamed to be. I know, of course, he won that MVP, had a fantastic season, but it just wasn't enough. He's not the quarterback they are. And I feel, I feel honestly, honestly, I feel a little sense of jealousy from Cam Newton when I see that clip. I feel like he's a little upset that he never really was given a chance to just be a game manager and was always asked to be the difference maker to do so much for his team, which I guess is fair. Uh, but as Chase, the fantasy intervention points out on YouTube, it's pretty valuable to not turn the ball over and to hit your routes. And that's exactly what it is. That's what we said this offseason all the way back in what, March, when we were talking about what 49ers quarterback would start. And I said it was going to be Brock Purdy. There is something to be said about finding the open receiver and not turning the ball over. I know it seems easy, but it's not. It's not, it's not easy. If it were easy, we would do, we would see that year in, year out from every quarterback, but we don't, we see it rarely. And it's very amazing what Brock Purdy is doing in San Francisco. Yes, he's a game manager, but he's a damn good game manager. And that's saying something. Now let's talk about some Thursday night football tonight. We are being treated, if we want to say it like that, we're being treated to a football game. The Chargers will be taking on the Raiders, and the Raiders are favored by three points. The point total is 34 total points. I do find it interesting. Maybe not, but last Thursday we had a lower point total with the Steelers and Patriots, which makes sense. I guess those are a bit more defensive teams, but still, in this game, it's pretty similar. We have some backup quarterbacks coming in. Uh, to play some football. Now, of course, Aiden O'Connell, maybe not the backup at this point. I mean, he's been the starter for a long time, but still, he's not like a true starting caliber quarterback in this league. Either way, not going to be the most amazing game, but I do think it will surprise us, uh, be a pleasant surprise, I guess. I think that this will be a fine football game with some good plays, with some points being scored. I would expect both of these teams to hit 14 uh, which probably means I would take the over of this 34-point total. I think things are going to be fine. I know that Keenan Allen is out, and I know that both Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams are questionable. Josh Jacobs, by the way, did pick up a limited practice on Tuesday and then did not practice yesterday, whereas Devontae Adams missed yesterday's practice due to an illness. So I think at the very least, Devontae Adams will be playing, and I still believe that Josh Jacobs will play again. I know we had he didn't practice yesterday, but he did pick up that limited practice on Tuesday. And usually when we see those limited practices, especially with superstars, they do come out and play. So I'm expecting some Josh Jacobs appearances tonight, even with the did not practice yesterday. I'm viewing it as it's a short week. You were able to practice a little bit on Tuesday. We're going to let you rest a little bit more on Wednesday. And then we're going to make you play on Thursday and hope you stay healthy. So I'm expecting Josh Jacobs to play. I'm expecting Devontae Adams to play. And then of course, Keenan Allen is out, as we already knew. A very devastating update around Keenan Allen. I know on yesterday's show, we talked about him not practicing, and I just thought it was going to be a bit of a rest day for the veteran. But no, he is actually out and battling a serious injury. I see some questions here. Would you start Josh Palmer? And I'm going to say I'm not, I'm not going to write off Josh Palmer, but I don't think he's going to do the best 
today. I'm expecting a very pedestrian, maybe four receptions, 50 yards, and maybe a touchdown for Josh Palmer, but he's not a wide receiver one, and that's what he's going to be asked to do today, uh, and I'm just not expecting a lot. And to another degree, he's been out. You know, he's been injured for a, for a large portion of this season, so it's not like he's even had much time to get reps with Easton Stick, especially now with this short week. I think the only wide receiver that we can expect to do okay with Easton Stick is Quentin Johnston, and I hate to say it, but I mean, that's what we saw in the limited sample size on Sunday. When Justin Herbert got hurt, I mean, he looked at Keenan Allen, he looked at Austin Eckler, and then he looked at Quentin Johnston, and they had a good connection. He had a 50-yard pass, and then a 20-yard pass right back to back to him. They have a connection. It seems that that's probably who Quentin Johnson's been practicing with, with uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Josh Palmer, all those guys practicing with Justin Herbert. So I do think that Easton Stick has a little bit of a connection with Quentin Johnson. I think that's the wide receiver I'm most excited about tonight. Now, again, not expecting a ton. Quentin Johnson's not that great at football, uh, but can he also get about four or five receptions 60 70 yards and maybe a touchdown yes and he's cheaper in dfs he's easier to acquire and i think he will be a better person to start today than josh palmer now let's just talk overall about these teams the chargers defense which i think is hilarious obviously i haven't had time the Chargers haven't had much prime time, so you don't really get to talk too much about what their defense does against fantasy opponents, but they are 26th against quarterbacks, 24th against running backs, 24th against wide receivers, and 25th against tight ends. And what's hilarious about that is we talked a couple weeks ago with Brandon Staley. He had a little bit of an interview where he talked about the defense is playing well and the offense is letting the defense down. How are you? How can you say that? <laughs> How can you say that when you're in the bottom fourth of the league in every category on defense against positional values when it comes to fantasy football? You are giving up a ton of points to every single position, and you are in the bottom fourth of the league in points for and yards allowed every single week. I mean, this Chargers defense is terrible, just terrible. And so that is why I expect, even though it's Aiden O'Connell, and Josh and a less than 100% Josh Jacobs and a less than 100% Devontae Adams. I do still expect a decent amount of points to be scored. I think the winner of this game will score 20 points, 23 or whatever. The team, whoever, whichever team crosses 20 is going to be the winner of this game. But I do think that both teams will hit the high teens. And because of that, I do think you need to start Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, maybe Aiden O'Connell in Superflex Leagues. I think ultimately these guys are going to get you a decent amount of points. For the Raiders, it's the opposite. I mean, they're they're not good against running backs. They're 25th against running backs. So if anything, and we already knew this anyway, I do just want to go ahead and say it, this is going to be a really big Austin Eckler game. Not just because the Raiders are bad on defense, but because Keenan Allen is out as well. That's the playmaker on the Chargers. And so he's someone that absolutely must be started today because he's not only going to get the rushing work against a team that's not good against running backs, but he's going to get a ton of receptions as well. He got targeted five times by Easton Stick on Sunday in a half. Five targets in a half for a running back is amazing. And so I'm expecting a huge game from Austin Eckler today. Uh, at least four or five receptions, which is just awesome for PPR. And I'll go ahead and say at least 100 all-purpose yards. 
with with the touchdown sprinkled in. I, I'm feeling a good game from Austin Eckler. The other positions is where the Raiders are good against. They're sixth against quarterbacks. 10th against wide receivers and middle of the pack against tight ends at 14th. So Gerald Everett is probably someone that should be started uh, today. If you, if you're, if you're looking for a tight end, uh, but otherwise, I mean, Easton Stick's going to have a hard time. I will say, I think Easton stick will be okay for fantasy football. I'm expecting a couple turnovers here, but I do expect some rushing floor. We saw in college that he has, uh, I mean, like he runs the ball. That's what he does. He's a scrambler and he can get you some, some rushing yardage. So I'm expecting a decent floor from him with that even without Keenan Allen I think he's going to dump the ball off a ton to Austin Eckler get Gerald Everett a few passes I think Quinn and Johnson's going to get himself some screens uh, and it's going to be okay for Easton Stick it's going to be okay for Gerald Everett and it's going to be really really good for Austin Eckler now as always I have a DraftKings lineup for you and an underdog ticket that I put together again these are never that great I don't do the best with them they're just fun an example to show you guys where my head is at for this game. And so I think Austin Eckler should be the captain, but I went with Easton Stick because he's just a lot cheaper, and I don't think a lot of people are going to have the balls to do it. So I went with Easton Stick as my captain in DraftKings again. I think he's going to get a nice rushing floor, and he's going to dump the ball off a ton to Austin Eckler. So I think he'll be okay at my captain spot, which enables me to get Austin Eckler. And then I did put Josh Jacobs into the lineup because ultimately I do believe Josh Jacobs will be playing tonight and I think he'll be fine. And the Chargers defense is just really bad. So I threw Josh Jacobs in there. I think it's going to kind of be a battle of the running backs overall. And then with the wide receiver, like I mentioned, I believe Quentin Johnston is going to be the guy to target here at DFS. He's cheaper than Josh Palmer and actually has a few connections and catches with Easton Stick. So I'm throwing him in there. And then I do expect the Chargers offense to sputter right? I, I think that they'll have a few chunk plays, whether it's Quinn and Johnston, Austin Eckler, Josh Palmer, Gerald Everett, they'll get into the red zone and then sputter out. So I threw Cameron Dicker in there. And then also, I know this is bad DFS game uh, strategy here with throwing the Raiders defense in finally, especially with Easton Stick as my captain. But I just think there's a really high potential here for the Raiders to get a defensive touchdown, whether it be a sack fumble from Easton Stick, a pick six or something. I just think the, the Raiders defense is going to have a nice floor today. Uh, they're just, and especially with Max Crosby. I mean, he's just such a stud. I think he's going to be able to get after the quarterback, get you some nice DST points. And then my underdog ticket, Austin Eckler, touchdown, rushing or receiving. Got to go with that. That's an easy one. I went with Aiden O'Connell losing a fumble. Why not? I, I like to chase these peppers, these little, the little spicy peppers on underdog. And finally, Quentin Johnston, 26 and a half receiving yards going higher. I think that's going to come off of one catch. I do. I think I'm, I'm feeling a Quentin Johnston splash play in this game. And this was a $7 ticket. And with the peppers, it'll turn that $7 into $118. So wish me luck, everyone. Manifest this one. And lastly, I do want to go back to the DraftKings talk just real quick. Uh, Alex Erickson didn't do anything on Sunday. He had one reception, but he had seven targets, and he's only $1,000, someone you could really squeeze into your lineup if you're looking for someone. I think Alex Erickson is someone to keep your eye on. I mean, he's done nothing his entire career, and he only caught one of his seven targets last week. But to see seven targets 
it's something to keep an eye on, especially since there's a quarterback change that kind of led to that. So keep your eye on Alex Erickson in all formats, in all formats, but especially DraftKings, little, little DFS showdown captain mode, little squeezy guy, get you in there at the back of your lineup. So that is all I have for you. Let's go ahead and check out the chat for some questions. We'll start here on TikTok. Thank you guys for being patient. I know it's a little bit uh, in or a little bit different than a general TikTok live stream, but hey, uh, Josh Palmer or Brandon Cooks. Let's go with Cooks. Hollywood or Ty Chandler? Let's go with Ty Chandler. D Hop or Moss? DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, for the flex, Deontay Johnson, Adam Thielen, Kenneth Walker, or Josh Palmer? I or Scary Terry. Let's go with. Oops, someone's calling me. Uh, let's go with. Oh, Scary Terry. Let's go with Scary Terry. I like it. Uh, start Josh Jacobs over Mixon this week? No. Joe Mixon's been playing really well with Jake Browning. Rasheed Rice or Zay Flowers? Uh, Zay Flowers. And just a couple more here on TikTok. A-Chan or Waddle? Give me A-Chan. And Hopkins Swift or Zeke? Give me Hopkins. Actually, maybe Zeke. Maybe Zeke. Instagram. Lots of start sick questions, guys. Make sure you tune in on Sunday morning. I'll hop on here on Instagram at 11.30 a.m. Doing start sits. Our friend Toomey will be over here on TikTok. Uh, and then we also have YouTube at noon. So just tune into that as well. Um, just a bunch of start sick questions. Looks like somebody answered it. Pick two, Reed, Higgins, OBJ, Warren. Give me Reed and Odell Beckham. Eckler, Monty Hall, Elliott, Metcalf, PPR, pick three. Let's go with Eckler, Brees Hall, DK Metcalf. And finally... Let's now hop over to YouTube to see what you guys are cooking up over here. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. Aiden or Mullins? Uh, let's just go with Mullins. Let's just go with Mullins. Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, uh, just so much better. And Aiden O'Connell's done nothing, even if it is the Chargers. He's just done nothing. Um, let's see. Who are these people to call part of the game dead? I don't know. I don't know. But they're right. They are right about special teams being kind of dead right now. It sucks. Um, let's see. Kyler or Flacco? Kyler. Nick Mullins or Tommy Cutlets or Desmond Ritter? Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Always go with Ritter. Uh, he'll get you a nice floor. Uh, start Palmer or hope Godwin Reed and Chase will be good to go this weekend. I think any I, Jamar Chase came out and said he'll be playing. So, yeah, just start Jamar Chase. Um Thank you, Robert. Saying a banger of a turtleneck. Thanks, guys. Got to go with the Christmas turtlenecks. This one's this one's my girlfriend's, Madison's. She has, but hey, but hey, I saw it in the closet. I was like, I'm throwing this on. Um, let's see, Raiders or Browns defense? Browns, Browns defense. They're just so good. Don't even care about the matchup. They're good. So just go with them. Um, finally, that's. It's everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you smash that like button. Make sure you subscribe to the Player Profiler YouTube channel. And I hope to see you all tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern, breaking down what happened in tonight's game, as well as previewing Saturday and Sunday's games. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. You guys, we're a fantastic audience. I'll see you all tomorrow. Peace.